What happens when three buffoons give life advice, explore unrealistic situations, and give random topics more thought than they probably deserve? It's the Spitballers Podcast with Andy, Mike, and Jason. Welcome into another Spitballers. Oh, yeah. That wasn't a spitball. That was a fireball. What are you doing over there? I'm getting the people amped. I'm amped. You got me amped. I, you, you succeeded. <laughs> My Our logo is very orange, Mike. Uh, orange is the color of fire, therefore fireballs are appropriate. I'm surprised you didn't know that. Uh, well, fire can be all kinds of colors. Of what, Mike? Of all kinds of colors? Yeah. Just because there's like blue flame? Yeah. Oh. Red uh, flames? There's blue flames? Is that yeah. all kinds of colors? Yes. Yeah. Uh, there's all kinds of... It's the temperature of the fire. Hmm. So Are you're talking about flames? variants of Ooh, orange is, is considered huh? all kinds. Would you say that the sky is all kinds of colors? Uh, well, technically, yes. Uh, but I would say that it's not variations of orange. Because what about grass? Is grass all kinds of colors? Yeah, you never, you don't have dead grass that's brown in your backyard. I take care of my <laughs> Mike, yard. Mike will lean into whatever he said. No, he but will. here's the thing: it's not orange because orange is a variant of red. Okay. Mm. Not where I expected the beginning Primary of the show. Primary colors? It's been a long... Primary colors! It's been a long time since kindergarten, Mike. Did Mike end up losing uh, the... I'm, I'm yes. not going to oh. get the details, but did he lose yes. the poll? <laughs> okay, so yes. that explains all yes. of it. Yes! So Jason oh. won. Welcome into the Spitballers Podcast on Twitter at Spitballers Pod is where you can find us. It's where you can submit questions for the show today. We've got great question! That's what it says. We've um, got great question. Yeah, that's what it says. It says great question at the top. <laughs> Uh, we're answering some great questions, Mike. We've got Would You Rather, we've got Review Asaurus, and we have a draft to end all drafts. A little bit evil. Let's put it that way. It's a little bit evil. You're going to love it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Hopefully you're subscribed on Apple Podcasts, despite the fact that this show docs is iTunes. Hopefully you're over on Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts and... Man. You are just, just, whoever made this doc, they have been absolutely bodied. Hmm. Well, you know, do better. Whoever that is. <laughs> Shows come out every Monday. I'm very excited for today's show. And you know who else was? Who? The uh, kind soul that left us this fine review. Review Asaurus Rags. This one comes in from GWAC. Hilarious, weird takes, and genuinely entertaining five stars. This podcast is a combination of bad dad jokes. Yeah. Hilarious. Wait, bad jokes? <laughs> Apparently they're bad. Hilarious takes on random things in life and interesting mock drafts that will make you question what you actually prefer. I've had similar mock draft with my friend after with my friends with my friends after listening to this show, and it's great debating the relevance of, say, ketchup versus barbecue sauce. Keep it up, boys. Well, G-Wack, I think your take on our dad jokes is whack. But otherwise, thank you for that five-star review. <laughs> well done there, Andy. We always appreciate those, and you can leave us reviews at the push of a button on your Apple Podcast app. Let's get into it. That's a great question. Indeed it is, Chris Payette from the website. What is the best prank that you have ever pulled on someone, and how does that compare to the best prank ever pulled on you? No, prank, no. Pranks are f uh, dangerous business because there is a line that can be crossed 
and I just don't like any pranks played on me that cost me my time. Yeah, that's what comes to. That was the first thing that came to mind. I was, I was sitting there racking my brain. I'm like, oh, oh shoot, do I have prank story? And then I remember this one time, this one time at our former business where I actually pranked Andy, and he was not a fan at all. I love this. that. I love that you've done it enough to where I don't even know which ref. I think I know. Oh which one no, you're going I know for. where he's going. So but let me explain. He wasted something first. your time before you get into it, Jay. Okay. I just want to set the context. From I was an employee. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Every time, a mighty I, fine employee. Thanks. You wouldn't know it from this story. Every single time, Jason walked by my desk. Oh, this is good. He would take whatever drink I had on the desk and finish it. Whether I had a can of soda, whether I had a fresh drink from uh, the convenience store, whether I had a bottle of water, if I had anything at all that he had provided me via the company's fridge or my it, lunch. It had to be in one, one go. But one container, he would it. just take it off my desk every time he walked by. It was never planned. It was just convenient. It was my, it was my burden to bear. It was, it was sometimes it was really annoying to me. He was so hydrated that oh, year. Yeah. Well, that would, and he would just drink pranks, it, drink it dry. The thing about the prank is, you had an open invitation to do whatever you wanted. I was afraid every he single was my time. Boss, Mike. Every single time that I walked my by, boss. I'm, I'm wondering, am I about to chug ocean water here? Is this no. just going to be salt water or something disgusting? Oh, I'm not even. Go- I'm going. Xlax. I'm oh, going. Are you going murder me? No, I'm going somewhere where. Oh, I'm thinking. <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't say. I didn't say. I was a thinking poison. like a, I was thinking that was like a Drano. That is Xlax is like a uh, make you diarrhea. Yes, to the point of he didn't need any help. He would if you chose to stay quiet about it. He would never know that you think I want him having explosive diarrhea like eight days a week. Yeah, <laughs> he was my boss. You don't have my, to do it every he day. Was my, I would do it now. Yeah, you would. Um, no, right, th- that was not the that that wasn't the one that came to mind. The one that came to mind was Andy. Oh man, it was such a great time for him. His first child on the way takes paternity leave. Is gone for a couple of weeks. Wonderful, wonderful thing. We love our children. We love our families. And and I had to give him something as a gift for having his first child. Uh, and so we we pulled together as an office. Honestly, people came together. Now hold on, I think I. Did you do this twice? Uh, I don't remember. Because it had to have been each child. Because it happened for the second child because I was actually... It was em- the second child. I was employed. Ah, I okay. may or may not have been involved. No, the, the first child they just called Cletus. <laughs> That's right. How is Cletus doing? He's good. Um, um, the second child is the one that this happened. So That's why while, you were there, Mike. While you were gone, we had about... Glad to know you were an accomplice. We had about 30 employees with you know, a lot of people. It's team you, building activity. You want to know what happens when you have a lot of people in an office. You accumulate a lot of garbage, a lot of trash, yeah. a lot of Amazon empty boxes that need to get taken out. We need to fill dumpsters. Old, old chairs. Oh, I mean, <laughs> so what we did Old furniture is we turned his office into our garbage can and we filled this thing to the roof, floor to ceiling. You couldn't open the door. It was there were Welcome broken back, chairs, Andy. ladders, everything. So he gets back and really needs to get going. Got to get to work. Uh, you know, I think you took a little too much time off, you know, right, as your boss. Kid. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it took you a while to clean that. Clean that room out, but he would—he didn't find it funny. He didn't come in and laugh, and then get going on on the the, the clear out. He came in and was 
instantly just one, so pissed. One of the other employees had the heart to help me clean that room. Was that Jay? And it wasn't Mike. No, no I had work to do. Business, <laughs> business. Thank you, Mike, for your hard work. I still remember one time I was a teenager and I had gone on a, uh, you know, you go on like a retreat and I went on one with church and it was like the youth pastor and all the kids went. And so this was, this was prank time for everybody. And uh, I remember we had broken into, uh, you know, some of the other kids' rooms and covered them in shaving cream while they were sleeping, and that was the gag. But I still remember what was done back to me, which was at that time I was wearing a retainer every night, and someone had filled my retainer case with cheddar cheese. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so when I went to put it in in the morning, not only it had, it had just absorbed oh. Uh, like eight to ten hours of cheese, like you can't get that cheese taste out of your retainer. But isn't that then a good thing? <laughs> no, 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 no. no. That, now you you wore different retainers, uh, Jason. What sticker was ornamenting your retainer? I didn't have a sticker. I just had a. Blue, you didn't get one. Just a blue retainer. Oh man, I ran the gamut. Well, I'm a, sure you had the upgraded retainers. Yeah, Mike. you're done. You were, you were Richie a, Rich. I had a purple retainer with a Phoenix Suns logo. I wish I had that. No, mine was the cheddar cheese. <laughs> the cheddar cheese logo. <laughs> that is such a good prank. I was, and for the record, I was pissed off at that one too. Yeah. Moral I, I of the story. I've not taken any of these well. I think the moral of the story is that we need to continue to prank Andy until he sees the value and the loved nature of and being I, pranked. And one that went wrong for me with my brother at a young age was all of them. But specifically, I remember he. I thought this was a prank I should do. Or whatever you want to call it, he was looking into a um, for whatever reason he was looking into a toothpaste container to see how much toothpaste was left, and I thought it would be funny oh, to no. hit the back no. of his hand. In which case, he jammed the toothpaste and the toothpaste container into his eye. That cost my parents money with the doctors. Mm. <laughs> oh, he had to go. Oh, doctor? this was this was just not good. Not Did good. he have? Was he? He was, was rocking an eye patch for a week. He had the uh, least amount of cavities anybody's ever had in their eye. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, oh well, number one, uh, I, don't, I don't know yeah, why Mr. I say prank. I don't know here. why I say number one because I'm not. I will not spread pranks because they are the best. They are dumb. They are ridiculous. They are a scab an oozing infected scab upon our civilized society i think having that- having said that <laughs> look the one filling someone's office with stuff that's fine if if there's a way to prank someone that does not involve just blatant lying to their face mm. then that I uh, I will. You, I, I don't so approve. You accept the the stapler in the Jello. Yes, I, I accept that. But what I don't like about pranks is when someone feels like they have gotten one over on you because they lied to you, and the only thing that you accomplished was that this person trusts you. A betrayal and, of trust. And whatever you tell them, they take it and say, "Oh, well, this is factual information." And and your way of being hilarious is lying to them. (laughs) Our society cannot be built upon a foundation of lies. It is a foundation of trust. If you want to put the stapler in the jello, you're a buffoon. But whatever. Fine. But if you think that you are so smart and hilarious and clever that by lying to someone... You it, and you make them feel bad or feel scared. Mm. You have accomplished nothing. Mm. 
Andy. Well, maybe you have a stronger opinion about this next question. Unless you were... I, I, you know, I just wanted to ask... Uh, have I forgiven you? No. No, no, no. I don't, I don't care about that. Uh, you want to prank Mike soon? Of course I do. All right. We'll plan something. Um, just remember... Well, you got pranked the other... I mean, you got pranked... Um, yeah, I will not, I will not do, give him the satisfaction of repeating what the prank was. Okay. If From he me- ever listens to this podcast. But remember, if you are to prank me... No one can hold a grudge <laughs> or plan revenge more than Mike. Like me. Yeah. Five years, you may have never be speaking to me again, and all of a sudden, something terrible will happen. And it will Just be Mike. Just remember. He will be cackling in the corner. Every single person on every single medium, Twitter, Facebook, the website, YouTube, has this very important question to ask, and we have a very important answer to give because it's a great question. It's an important question. Is a hot dog a sandwich? Oof. No, a hot dog is not a sandwich. I don't Oof. even know if we Stupidest. disagree on here, but I know for a fact it's not a sandwich. Yeah, I mean, look, I I didn't want to put this question in because there's a, I mean, we, this is a podcast you listen to be entertained. Is the sky up? And it's like, what, do we want to have questions with one word answers? But so many people need to know that a hot dog, it's not a sandwich. Are, are we in agreement here? Is well, there any? The thing is, if you're going to ask this question, now we got to start asking for definitions. What is a sandwich? I have the simplest answer on what a sandwich is. Okay. It's also how the human language works, Mike. A sandwich is something we've called a sandwich. Hmm. No one has ever called a hot dog a sandwich and said, hey, hand me another one of them sandwiches over there. And then somebody goes, oh, you mean this uh, hot dog? Is yeah, it- that's what I meant. <laughs> no, we call sandwiches sandwiches. You want to know what a sandwich is? Think of everything you've ever actually called a sandwich. That's a sandwich. But is what it- what makes it a sandwich? That's not important. All right, let me ask this then, Andy. Is a <laughs> two is a- pieces of bread? Okay, meat, cheese. No, cheese. Meat is not necessary. Cheese is not necessary. Two pieces of bread, contents in between. That's, Done deal. Well, you just described a hot dog, though. No, yeah. no, no. Okay, a hot about, dog is in a, a bun. What about a hamburger? If you put four hot dogs on a piece of bread and then another piece of bread on top, I will call that a hot dog sandwich any day of the week. Yeah, I can okay, get so behind that. What happens if I take a hot dog bun and I just fill it? I fill it with roast beef and cheese. What am I eating? A strange amalgam <laughs> of humanity. That would be a that would be a sandwich. Why? Because. A sandwich has sliced, uh, I think a sandwich has sliced meat or cheese. That's what makes a sandwich. Is a taco a sandwich, Mike? What if you took a taco and you put a bunch of meat and cheese inside of it? I think not because... What about a soft taco? Because a taco is made with a tortilla. Okay, so... That's the devil. I'm not... And I'm not on one side or the other. Andy's rolling his eyes like I I can't see him. I just can't handle this world. What the world? I'm actually taking the question seriously. Yeah, it's a, look, it's a, it's a good question because it makes us question. It's the hot dog meat too, right? Okay, so you're saying that the innards is what defines it not being. I mean, a what sandwich. is the actual hot dog? You can have a hot dog without a bun. Yes, absolutely. So true. if you say you're having a hot dog, you're excluding the bun in your description. And if you have a ham and cheese, that's a fair point. If you have a ham and cheese roll up, that's called a ham snack. That's yeah, <laughs> sure, it's called a ham snack. Of was course, that everybody it, knows that. Oh, that what it was in your house? <laughs> yeah, you're darn yo, right. Mike, it is. Yo, Mike, you want another ham snack? This, that's called. Uh, Hook me up with the ham snack. Bro. That's called Mike is is done for the day, and oh. I am not going to prepare dinner 
So I am eating a ham snack. And so you make ham snacks for the kids? I would if they would eat them. Let me Dang ask it. this. Is there, any, is there any way to disprove this definition of what a sandwich is? Sliced meat or cheese between bread. Yeah, there's a problem there. Meatball sandwiches, tuna fish sandwiches, other mm. contents. You know it's true. Sliced I know, uh, I... chunks of grilled chicken. Meatball is perfect because I feel like a normally a meatball sub – that's that's just a really big hot dog bun <laughs> cut open and with meatballs in it, and that's now it's a sandwich. There are many meatball places that do not cut all the way through, so that you can kind of contain the meatball. Yeah, that's that's what I mean. And yeah. if they mix hot dog in, ooh, what if you put chili in that thing? That crosses the line because you could have hot dogs in that chili. Oh yeah, it's called a chili dog. Oh, that's, that's <laughs> it's pretty common. <laughs> but normally, that chili's on top of a full dog. Sure. All right, we better. I feel like uh, we've gotten nowhere. We better with move this. on. Would you rather? Look, we wouldn't call it a great question, Mike, if we got anywhere with it. It's very hey, important. I, I'm over here. I'm I'm just trying to get into the science of it. I don't want to. Look, you did. I, you brought up some great scientific. I don't want to just throw out uh, a real strong opinion of this. It's not a sandwich, and then not you. You got to have factual sure. evidence to back up your reasoning. At Brent Gromaski says, "Would you rather?" Only eat one flavor of ice cream forever or only get to choose one topping for your pizza forever. <sighs> I am the wrong person to ask this question. Why? Because, because he's a man of routine. Because I am a man of routine. I eat two ice cream flavors. Wow. No. Yes. Come on. Vanilla? No. What? No. You eat two ice cream flavors no. and one isn't vanilla? Chocolate? Gross. Gross. Hold on, hold on. Chocolate is not gross. You just called chocolate ice cream Choc gross? Uh, and you're over here defending <laughs> vanilla? <laughs> chocolate ice cream is an abomination. Your, va is your vanilla ice cream, what's on top of it? Anything and everything. Exactly. Exactly. So you're defending an ice cream that you have to cover probably in chocolate. Oh, no, no, in no, no, no. Sprinkles. You give me, you chocolate give me stands a, alone. a vanilla soft serve. I don't need anything on that, but oh. you put things on it. It works great. Unless and you make fun of Andy for being old? Vanilla ice cream man <laughs> over here? You're telling me you don't go to McDonald's and get the little 99 cent soft serve? Yeah, the so chocolate. Oh, gross. The cho so I eat chocolate, or if I'm at Cold Stone Creamery, I will go with the sweet cream. So you don't have anything in it or on the, it? The sweet cream, I do. The sweet cream, you got to go chocolate <laughs> and peanut butter. But if it's just a standalone ice cream, I'm going chocolate. And if I'm going with pizza, I, I can live with pepperoni for the rest of my life and be a very happy person. So you really just don't care about either of these. Things. You're like, give me vanilla That's and pepperoni. Why I said I'm He's like, wrong. I would actually take both of those forever. Yes. See, I love. And I win the question. Ice cream's the one thing where you can stack things on top of it, and at each level, it's just as delicious. A plain vanilla ice cream, delicious. Put something on top of it, good. Put two things, good. Three, good. Mix it together, good. Ice cream is good. That is my final answer. Now, what happens ice cream? If you Put a hot dog in it. Oh, <laughs> you've got a sandwich. You've got an ice cream sandwich. <laughs> um, yeah, the, I, I I wondered about this question because for those of you that don't know, which is probably everybody uh, listening, Andy is a legitimate ice cream aholic. Fiend. He he has an ice cream problem. He can eat uh, a half gallon of ice cream a day, or this maybe is, just a sitting. This is not a joke. I went to a 
ice cream place last night with my sister, and I paid over $12 for my serving of ice cream. <laughs> Impressive. <laughs> That's the $12? Right. Yes. Did you get three helpings? Uh some may say so, and it's funny because I got about halfway through it. By your definition. I, I got about halfway through it, and I go, boy, this is a lot more than I thought it was. But, of course, I finished it. <laughs> I mean, it was just an assessment of the time it was going to take me. What is your take on things like adding fruit to ice cream? No, thank you. Yeah, get out of here with that stupidity. What, are, so, you, what so, are you even trying to do? I'm just like a banana split. My so, wife does that, and so I hate no her. Dice? Cause I just wanted kidding, to baby. Know I love you. If you f- of course, you probably haven't splits. seen this movie, but... I wanted to know if you feel like you could eat the Ziggy Piggy from Bill and Ted's Excellent What's Adventure. What's on there? Uh, it's an absolute mountain of... Uh, you should Google it so you can take a uh, picture of this. Because kn- while you don't know Bill and Ted, the rest of the entire u- known sure. universe knows Bill and Ted because we watch great movies. Oh, so, wow. So uh, Cheesecake's talk, on it. Talk through what's on it. Churros on it. Looks like there's some apple in there. Oh, that's Some good. different fruit. Okay, so let me and ask. That looks that looks pretty. Fun. Let me ask this. That looks this like a fun question. time. Do you think you could take down the Ziggy Piggy? <sighs> Do I gotta take Ziggy down the Ziggy Piggy? Piggy I would say I Ziggy don't think so because Piggy. there's just too much cheesecake's too rich. There's too many toppings. You got to put me in an environment where I'm eating the majority of my bites of ice cream, and I will do anything. I will do anything. All right. So <laughs> speaking of the ice cream and the question, just for clarity, if I pick one flavor of ice cream, do I still get toppings? Or like I'm just that's it. There's I'm living uh, a topping. No this toppings. Life. No yeah. toppings. I, I think oh, that's big, that's that's trying to. I would what rather the just. Really wants. I could honestly just eat cheese pizza for the rest of my life. I could. I too. don't. I don't have to have anything on it. So I would take the yeah one pizza topping and then just I can mix and match my ice cream. I'm gonna go pepperoni and I'll I'll live the the crazy ice cream life. At Patrick Fenton. Oh, I just got a little feeling. I, I could feel some of the evil from later in the show. Oh, did you feel it? I it's I thought dark in here. Thought you uh, had a bit of a problem. No, or you had a, something going on with Patrick Fenton. Oh no! I no. First, <laughs> like, what did that make you think? Hey, of? Maybe he's an evil evil villain. I saw the underscore in your Twitter handle. I need you guys to end Very a. Nice. I need you guys to end a decade long debate. Which superpower is better? Would you rather have the ability to teleport to anywhere at any time, or? The ability to fill it up? I have never heard this. <laughs> Meaning that you can fill anything that is empty from an empty soda can to an empty bank account. Fill it up! I've never heard of the fill I've, it up ability. I've never heard. That's a great ability. I've never heard of this, but it sounds so let's, fantastic. Let's carry the implications because I, I need to know the value of fill it up since I've never consulted this in my life. You can fill up a bank vault. I get it. Gas Unlimited tank. money. Oh, yeah. never. I'm not stopping on my drive to California. You're fill it up. You're you're hungry. You're nowhere near food. Mm. Gas is irrelevant. Fill up my if, tummy. The the gas is irrelevant if you can teleport anywhere. You don't need gas. Oh, so that's no, not a good point. Good counterpoint. But with the solid. food, you can fill up your belly. Yeah, I like eating. No thanks. Well, but I'm just saying. But what if you're somewhere and there's no food and you're starving? All right. So fill you could up. live. Oh, I'm, you could teleport to a remote place, but then you wouldn't have the fill it up ability to get you food. Yeah, I I feel like if you want to have the same success in life. That a fill it up life can bring you with the teleportation. You have to, you have to be a little evil. You've got to, you've got to teleport in the bank vault, take stuff out of the bank vault. Mm, but because what, what about this? I'm trying to think of what else I want to fill up that is currently empty. All of your uh, your opponents, your enemies, they're all pee pants. 
<laughs> Wait, you're, what? You're filling up I their hands? I have filled up their empty bladder <laughs> oh. to the point where it will burst. Fill it up. Wait, you're going to burst them? No. No, it won't burst because they're going to pee their pants. Oh, okay. So you just your goals here are just... I'm just trying to think of things that are empty. So you can fill bladders. Of course. Anybody's bladder. Fill it up. Hmm. Wow. <laughs> you could travel. Here's, here's something. You could technically travel very, very long distances in space. Are, if you could, are we talking about teleporting? Yes, oh. or, anywhere oh, at any time. True. You could teleport to Pluto. You could go... If you got a spacesuit, and then you would be dead when you got there. <laughs> you, you could fill up anything suit. with oxygen, right? Your spacesuit could be filled with oxygen at all times. Mm. Yeah. I think I'd take the fill it up. That would just be... You could fill up your body with antibodies against like whatever diseases coming your way. Ooh. Really? Does that work? I don't, I don't know. know. That's a bit that. of a loophole. It's got to be empty, right? Yeah. You got to fill up something that's oh, empty. Oh, okay. See, I don't, I don't think that one works. That that's a problem. You could that, is, that is a problem because your your friends probably don't have completely empty bladders. Right after they pee, they do. Oh, that's when you <laughs> that's when you get them. You stand you by the make, bathroom. You make them pee infinitely. Oh, they're never stopping. <laughs> they're never getting out of the bathroom. What a loser! <laughs> you what are you going to pee the rest of your life away? I mean, yes. Have you seen? And it all comes. This down. is the weirdest turn I could ever <laughs> imagine. Is that Mike's goal of the fill it up ability after is just. I, Permanently making his enemies pee. After I just proclaimed uh, war on pranks. Yeah, I was just saying, everybody who's ever pranked Mike is so, peeing for days. So wait a minute. So this means that you probably are fine pranking your enemies because you said you, you worry about the betrayal of trust. But if you already don't trust the person and you don't need them to trust you, you have no problem pranking enemies. Like I said, I'm not lying to them, though. They're just, they just got a full bladder. They got a, it's, that's their problem. Okay. That's not my problem. Okay. Uh, I'll take teleportation. <laughs> the The allure of the bank account is pretty nice. But then if you fill up an empty bank account, how long until the man is knocking at your door going, uh, where's this money from? Gotta, <laughs> we're going to need some uh, We're gonna need some proof of where this money's coming from. You, you said they're going to think you're a, uh, a criminal. And with the teleportation, it wouldn't even matter if you are a criminal. Yeah, just, go ahead, arrest me. I'm out. See ya. <laughs> See ya. Oh, I mean, I I think I might pivot here. I have always thought of the X-Men, which power would you like to have, uh, but also throwing in the, the, the idea that you have to then be that person. So teleportation's amazing. You want teleportation? You've got to be Nightcrawler. Yeah, And Nightcrawler good. is not... He's not, not someone who fits in in regular society. Right. So, okay, because Patrick Fenton, who got Andy all hot and bothered, um, <laughs> is wanting to settle a decade-long debate, I feel like we need official answers from the two, from the three of us. Teleportation. I'm going to go teleportation. Because it's time, too, and we didn't even bring that up. We'll go back in time, forward in time. So that means, Why Mike, could your you vote go back? is irrelevant. It said you could do that? I think so. Teleport to anywhere at any time. Oh gosh, it's the that's the winner. Yeah. All right. Would I'm you rather teleport? Josh Wilson on Twitter wants to know: Would you rather have your head be one third the size or three times the size? <laughs> I know Mike's answer. <laughs> <laughs> because if if I take my head and go down to be one third. third of the size, then my head is close to normal size. Yeah, you just look Mike like a has a guy. Mike has a big head that has been. Um, <laughs> Made bigger in a lot of Photoshop pictures that I've sent his way. There I, are, I feel like it's it's got something to do with cameras because when I look mm -hmm. in the mirror, my head is a normal size. But then as soon as someone takes a photo of me, 
My head is is gigantic. Okay, I need to make a note. We need to be tweeting out some of these photos, <laughs> and then with the with the tag of shopped or not, and people have to have to see was this photograph photoshopped or not. And we'll tell them because there are some where we enlarge your head and it looks ridiculous. But there's a couple pictures out there where we go, what happened to your head? Like you look normal yes. right now, but there are photographs where we go, what happened to your head? It's huge. So. Uh, I got to go but down by one third. I'm going to go up. I'm taking the three times ahead. I got to figure my brain's three times bigger than. But does I'm that three make times you smarter? smarter. Yeah. A bigger, bigger brain means smarter. Bigger brain. No. <laughs> I thought Einstein had like a tiny brain or something. No. No. Okay. I just made that up. Um, a tiny brain? I feel like, you know, it, if I had three times the size of the head, then I get to be like a real life NBA Jam character. And that. I think that carries some pretty big value. Okay. There's something uh, something is going on here with Google. Google is listening to us because I just went and I thought, okay, I'm going to see what animal has the biggest brain. I type animal with largest. It auto-fills in brain. No, that can't be the number one search. Look at my computer right now. It wants to put brain in. Google? What is happening? Get out of get out of my head. Mr. Google, stop listening to me. If your head is one-third the size, will Google not be able to hear your thoughts? <laughs> mm, protection. And the answer is a sperm whale. Which one do you think hurts you most? Let's say we were all single men once again, and we were looking for a mate. Right. Which one hurts us more from a, a dating perspective? The itty-bitty baby head or the enormous head? <laughs> I mean, I feel like... I feel to be the big head. I mean, three times. You got to remember, three times is big. Yeah. In both or small. I mean, it is. You are. Either way, you're you're pretty much screwed here. But I think when I when think you about walked the me kisses, through that, the kisses that you're given in both scenarios. <laughs> How big is your mouth? <laughs> you can imagine either. what you could eat. Uh, that while you walked me through that, and I'm going, okay, throw three, me another, and I'm thinking camel. a third the size of your head. Okay, that would look a little bit weird. Very weird, yeah. Your dating life's probably not going to be the best. But then as soon as I thought what would actually happen to a three times larger, how do you even hold it up? Yeah, what's going on with your neck? I imagine you've got the structures in place to keep that thing up. Mm. You're not dragging your head around. That would make the case really easy. No, I'm not, because I'm taking the one-third size head. We're, I'm taking it too. but we're going to look like the Koopa Troopas from the Super Mario movie. I was thinking Beetlejuice. All the shrunken heads. Ah, uh, yeah. Have we? Have we? Yeah, we've exhausted this question. The Spitballers Draft. All right, today I said we're going to get a little evil, and we are. We're going to draft villains. Mm. We'll have mm. to. Uh, what do you want to do? Three rounds of villains or four? I think this we got to is... go four. There's so many. Yeah. All right. And who who picked for, Mike picked first, so now Jason's got yeah, the first. Jason's pick. up first, oh. which I find fantastic. Yeah, because, that's a t I don't see a go away because there is no clear, easy number one pick. There are two clear winners. That's, there's sure that's false, but all right. Um, no, there's absolutely no two good that point, but you're wrong. Have to be <laughs> the first two taken, and I can't even decide which one. But you know, look, it's too classic. It's too big. It's in too many movies. To not take it. I think the one-on-one with my first pick, I got to go Darth Vader. Okay, it's solid. Darth Vader is a classic. You've got, you, you know his whole story. He's got 
powers. That's the smart. That's the smart one one. And I, think I so get too. all it's the safe. Star Wars fans voting for me. Yeah, we'll see where those demographics cross over. <laughs> we'll see how many Star Warsers are spitballers. Uh, Star Wars fans are everywhere. That's true. That's true. Uh, I got the second pick. I'm gonna go with the Joker. Yeah, I'm taking the Joker. That was my. That was the second. That's what I, the, the first. Well, then I guess two. There he's, was he's been two. portrayed uh, in a variety of of ways. He's a compelling villain in all circumstances. He spans a large range of time, and uh, I think he's the he's my number one. But I got but the Joker. Who would, who would oh, we'll give you all the Jokers? Okay, you get all the Jokers. There's, but if you, we know who the best Joker, Dark Knight, that's Joker. what I. That's what the I was Dark Knight is Heath Ledger. Yeah, Heath Ledger. Jack Nicholson was very good. No, he was oh, great. He was, he was great. Yes, but he. But was, I think the Joker as a character in just in its entirety is such a like if you picture a villain in your head instantly, I feel like you pick Joker before you do Darth Vader. Well, I didn't. So, <laughs> so there's that. All right, Mike, you're number one. Oh, going through there's a there's a lot of guys I like. I'm trying to figure out what is the standout trait for the best villain. Sure. So it, many ways you make your you. case. Is it just raw power? Right. Is it the deeds that they did when they were, were the villain? Oh man. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm glad we had the first two picks. Yeah. yeah, I told you there were two clear-cut winners. That was the one you were deciding between? Yeah, it, it was. Oh, my goodness. All right. Well, then I'm going to take I'm going to take the T-1000 Ooh. from Terminator 2, who is an absolutely unstoppable force unless you have, what was it, liquid nitrogen? That was the thing that finally brought him down, but can go through walls, can turn into anything he wants to be. See, I don't kills without emotion. I very, don't feel very like, intimidating villain. I don't feel like the T one thousand is a villain. Because to me, a super important part of a villain conniving is their evil you know, their evil and, and he's a robot. He doesn't he's want not, to take over the world, does he? He's just he on a mission to, to hurt one person. He's trying. Well, he's killing John Connor so yeah. that the robots can take over the world. Oh, sure, hey. but I just feel like they're emotionally. Yeah, that's that's vacant. interesting. Hey, I would say he's about eight percent evil. Oh, eight percent of the mm. vote evil. I like it. I'll, I'll say this: T one thousand didn't all of a sudden go, man. I need to be a good guy at the end of the movie. Darth Vader. Oh, look. T-1000 hadn't been through what Darth Vader had been through. <laughs> okay. You put the real world struggles, the real world struggles that Vader had to go through. Uh, all, all right. right. You're I'm, up, Jay. I'm sticking with my evil theme. I want... I, I want... This is villains. What no, do you mean you're sticking with your evil theme? I mean, I'm going as you're far not gonna away go hero? from the T-1000 as I can, and I'm taking Freddy freaking Krueger. All right. Okay. Not okay. Bad. I'm going to be in your dreams. I'm going to look disgusting and scary. That's a strong point for a villain. I mean, you did not want to see him. I got knives on my fingers. <laughs> Edward Scissorhands has nothing on me. Yeah. Okay. I Freddy. think that's a that's a good one. It's not it's not bad. Can your knives grow? Uh, I don't think so. I mean, cuz T1000 his oh. arm can turn into a growing blade. Okay, I see I see what you did there. I'll get the nail clippers out. I uh, I have a, a number of choices that I'm I'm content with here, but I'm going to take Sauron. I'm going to okay. take the all-seeing eye. I'm going to take the one that makes the darkest Mordor, you know, just the the weight of Sauron can uh, torture, can put you in that, that uh, evil state as it summons the ring. I, I am going Sauron 
I feel like I will be able to see what's going on. I, I feel like I don't even know what Sauron can do. Yeah. He, I know that he can see you when you have the ring on, but what else can Sauron actually do? Well, I mean, just think of who fought for Sauron. He's a very compelling speaker. He's just, he's a like a really big telescope. There are... <laughs> <laughs> in I mean, fairness, how, is a very good. How telescope. evil can a telescope really be? Uh, I, look, in well, the very beginning of those, when moves, you put it like that, he's like out there battling, right? In the very beginning, yeah. Like I mean, he began of years ago. Yeah, he began as he, when he wore the ring. Oh, was so he was at the beginning of the movie. Then he gets his the hand cut off or the fingers cut off. And he came back as yeah. uh, as the eye, as the great eye. Wow. And uh, look, he is sinister. He is fiery. I've seen the movies, and I somehow. <laughs> Totally missed that part. I need to go back and watch the Lord of the Rings. All I right, guess. so you've got Sauron flashing in and Frodo's the mind. Yeah, I've got Sauron and the Joker. Mike, um, you're up. All right, I'm, this pick because if you feel like my first pick wasn't evil enough, I'm, I went off of power mm-hmm. with my first pick. Don't you take it? Oh, there's. I'm not going to take your pick. But the second one, I'm going to go with someone who's just a depraved human absolute disgust should scare the crap out of you because of what they are able to do to other human beings. Hmm. I'm intrigued. Uh, I know who you're going with. No, you do not. I bet I do. Go on. Wow. This is Go this on, is Mike. interesting. Who you got? I'm going with uh, the actual, the actual bad guy. Oh, you're talking real life. Terminator? No, no. no. I'm going from the actual bad guy from Silence of the Lambs. Yeah. Oh, that's what I was going Hannibal Lecter. That's Hannibal what I Lecter. said. That was my next pick. You're like, you're not going to take us. He's Wait. not the actual bad guy. Oh, you're taking... Uh, I'm taking Buffalo Bill. I'm, Buffalo I'm taking the head. guy who wasn't locked up. I'm taking the guy who was taking humans and cutting off their skin and trying to make it into a jacket. Well, you were 100% correct. I was not going to take him. I'm going to take someone that's far worse. Far worse. What, was Buffalo Bill eating people? Because Hannibal Lecter sure was. Oh, Hannibal. so now you're just taking Hannibal. Yeah, that was going to be my pick. I was so upset that he was taking him. Yeah. But, I mean, look at this. Darth Vader, Freddy Krueger, and Hannibal Lecter. Uh, stay stay away. See, Hannibal is taking some people out, but he didn't wear them. He didn't He didn't hose them down when he, they wouldn't put lotion on their bodies. You guys are scaring me. Yeah, this, <laughs> this is... Uh, this uh, is Joker, Sauron, give me Voldemort. Oh, that's a. I didn't even give think about Voldemort. Voldemort. Give me Voldemort. Give me Hugh. I can't even say his name. That was too late. It's I too mean, late. This was. This is evil incarnate. Wow, that's that's and terrible good. to look at. Wow. Um, uh, able to come back and basically piece himself back together from death. Sauron and Voldemort, like T one thousand, like Sauron. Yes, you're right. Like Sauron. <laughs> uh, so I'm going Voldemort. I think that's a powerhouse. See Voldemort. I don't know because he Voldemort he wh- killed Harry's parents and then he was split into a million pieces. Right, he came back. He needed he everyone put his to do all the work in a bunch of horcruxes. He everyone had- did all the work because they were terrified. They couldn't oh. even speak his name. I but they had to do it. Joker, Sauron, and Voldemort is is a very close second to Darth Vader, Freddy Krueger, and Hannibal Lecter. Two words: Avada Kedavra. Mm. Mm. Okay. Not I afraid. don't know what you just said. He <laughs> killed you with a killing curse. All right. Final pick, Jason. Final pick, me. How about we go to Mike for his? Third I was pick. wondering if I. Oh, is he still in you, this thing? <laughs> not really. <laughs> this is where he goes. No, I'm not gonna go. Scar from Lion King. 
I'm going the real bad guy, one of the hyenas. <laughs> Mike did Who's, not find that entertaining. No, no, because I'm over here trying to remember who my actual team is. <laughs> Your team right now is the T-1000 and Buffalo Bill. Okay, so I... I only have two. My third pick, Bill Brasky. (laughs) Bill Brasky. All right. Who do you got? So are we going for? Yeah. All right. Well, then I'm going to go with a classic movie villain. He's taking people out when they go to summer camps. He's fighting Freddy Krueger, and he's winning. Yeah, I almost went with him. That's Jason Voorhees, the hockey mask himself, who has... I don't even know how many movies that Jason Voorhees has been able to handle, and he does it all with a machete. That's all that he gets. He doesn't get these fancy Freddy Krueger dream tricks. He just walks up on you, and he handles the business. Now, in as a counterpoint to Jason, as in uh, your Jason, isn't there a concern that he's only able to kill people on one night of the year? Yeah, no, because like that- Friday. Around the 13th? Uh, th- that sounds like someone who's never seen a Jason Voorhees movie. That's, prob- that's probably true. <laughs> yeah. I, it I mean, just look, seemed like a funny thing to say. He, Thanks for leaning in. The man went to space. What? Yeah. You're darn right he's taken out astronauts. He's Jason. He's, he's everywhere. He was he, a, there was a Freddy versus Jason movie. Who yeah. won that one in 2003? Uh, neither of them. Neither of them. The... Man, I this is tough because now I'm coming up for the final pick on the team, and and there are several people that I want. There's three specifically that oh, I just and and they're so different from one another. One is just a great character from a movie that I absolutely love. One is another super evil, you know, whatever. There's just ah, oh, this is tough. This is really tough, but I think I'm gonna stay with my theme of the most horrific villains from terribly terrifying movies. And I'm going to stack Freddy Krueger and Hannibal Lecter with Pennywise. Hmm. It himself, hmm. the clown of clowns. All right. I mean, you know, look, there's a there's a reboot on the yeah, movie. That, that one's tough because the original movie with Tim Curry is not scared. I can tell you I've never seen it. <laughs> nor have i seen the new one i have just the concept tell. of very evil so it's the, it's the evil clown, clown that gets you yeah look people don't like clowns and i think it's primarily because of pennywise i think it's primarily because of clowns that's general. true and the people who become them yeah it takes a special person. Now, you know, no offense to all the the clown folk out there. They're very talented. You're, uh, I mean, you're doing good work with all that. Handstands and juggles at the same time. Silly makeup on your face. Impressive. All right, Andy, your fourth pick. You got the Joker. You got Sauron. You got he who shall not be named. And I'm closing it out with Hans Gruber. Oh, that was that's one of great, that was one of my great, great picks. Hans Gruber, the villain from Die Hard. Evil. It's, it's fantastic. I want to argue against it, but... It's it feels difficult. I mean, there are a lot of choices out there, but he was the right one to make. Man, well, in in opposition of him because I'm trying to win the poll, he really was just stealing money. Yeah, he. What power did he have, Mike? Uh, he had the power of he was a good leader. He was a strong leader of men. I would yeah. say his biggest power. You're was, underestimating his accent very much. Is yeah, his accent true. was that was his accent was devastating. That was definitely good. I would say that his biggest power was gravity. 
As he fell off that building. Spoiler How, wait, alert. Wait, spoiler alert. So his power. Statute of limitations is over on Die Hard 1. His power, which usually is something that I use to gain an advantage. His power was the thing that took him out of this world. A lot of times our biggest strength becomes our <laughs> deadliest just, weakness. I'm just not following this. All right. I'm going to close with a, a villain that I think is it, it makes more sense. The further along that we go into the world of technology, because we have these smart speakers listening to everything we say. We have Google over here listening to everything that we have to say. That's HAL 9000. Mm. Yeah. Well, I'm, of course, I'm with Uncultured Swine. HAL 9000, uh. is, <laughs> HAL, HAL 9000 is the computer from Space Odyssey. Which becomes sentient, which locks eight percent is this is eight percent. I literally, I'm writing this down, and all I can think is, we're gonna finally get Mike down there at eight percent. You can be, you can be cultured all you want. You're gonna have like five percent of the vote. Oh man, if he sets, I didn't know who that was. I didn't know who it was. Hal nine thousand. I don't think a lot of people are gonna remember exactly who Buffalo Bill is. Yeah, you're done. You're toast. Oh, I love it, Mike. Are you scared? No, you should be. No, because I believe that we have cinephiles who listen to this podcast. Mm-hmm. About 5% of All our right. audience. <laughs> You're right. What did we learn from today's episode? It's simple. Mike went too deep. <laughs> Way too deep. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, what I learned from this episode is that uh, we need to prank Mike. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Mike, did you learn anything from today's show, or are you just kind of complete? I learned that Andy loves Patrick. That's true. Hot and bothered. <laughs> it's going to be a fun poll. Thanks for tuning in to the podcast. Make sure you subscribe, tell your friends, hang out, and uh, listen each and every week. Monday morning gets a whole lot better with the Spitballers. Goodbye. Thanks for listening to the Spitballers podcast. To see what other nonsense the guys are up to, check out spitballerspod.com.